Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello and welcome from me, Ken Rundle, to this podcast with Yara UK's Managing Director, Yari Pentinmaki. Originally from Finland, Yari is now based at the company's Pocklington HQ, not far from York. And not far from Pocklington is where the company is just about to start construction of a new $150 million production facility for Yara Vita, the company's specialist range of micronutrients and biostimulants. It'll be the largest plant in Britain and one of the largest in the world, reflecting the huge growth in demand for those particular nutrients, not just here, but globally. And Yari, that's the point, isn't it? Because from the new British site, Yara will be exporting to the wider international market. Indeed, we are really happy to, to be able to have a positive investment decision from the Yara management to make the investment here in the UK. And um, actually, the new site will be built uh, in Howden, which is just 18 miles south from uh, uh, current site in, in Bocklington. And indeed, this uh, plant will be an important export unit uh, with uh, about 95% of the production leaving leaving the UK, half of which to the European market and, and, and the, the other half to the global, global overseas market. And... Um, the, the basis for, for this investment is really in the positive growth outlook that we have for, for these specialty fertilizers. Why choose Britain? Because in recent years, we've come quite used to tales of companies building factories on mainland Europe. Now, obviously, Yara's got all kinds of facilities within the EU, but why the UK in this case? Well, um, actually, this was the most economically feasible option. And uh, in addition, the, the skill and expertise for this kind of production already exists in the UK at our existing facility, which we really wanted to, to uh, continue. And uh, this enables for, for Yara to retain specialist know-how. In addition to, to manufacturing, all product development and glasshouse testing is done in the UK. And uh, actually, if, if we look at the innovation um, side of things. We have uh, 12 patents either granted or applied for uh, from our current operations at Bocklington. And uh, we are, with this, ensuring a pipeline of new products uh, for continued growth. And um, to be honest, to run a unit like this, it takes various types, types of expertise. You need to be sourcing raw materials from the global markets and put various elements together and then run the export operations as well. So you've got the experience here and you feel it's a solid base to work from. Exactly, exactly. Because no one these days can make business decisions without considering climate change and the various international demands being made of industries everywhere. As I understand it, Yara has its own particular approach to these issues and a clear idea of where it wants to be and what it wants to do. You're right, Ken. And... um... If you read the, the uh, mission statement of, of Yara, Yara is responsibly feeding the world and, and protecting the planet. And we are living according to that, that mission statement. Um, let me start by talking about green fertilizers. Um, green fertilizers are essential for transforming the food value chain and reducing carbon emissions. Yara's premium fertilizers already have a low carbon footprint, but their production is currently depending on fossil fuels. And uh, this is about to change. And already this year, 
uh, we at Yara are introducing fossil-free green fertilizers that are produced using renewable um, energy sources instead of fossil fuels, namely uh, natural gas. And um, these fertilizers will be uh, predominantly made from, from uh, renewable energy sources like uh, water power. In recent discussions, I've heard about plans in Australia for solar. And of course, Norway's just uh, beside you, and that's got massive hydro facilities. Correct, hydropower, solar power, and wind power, obviously. And, um, you know, changing from natural gas into these renewable energy sources is enabling 80 to 90% reduction in carbon emissions uh, compared to fertilizers made with natural gas. And um, by transitioning to green fertilizers produced with renewable uh, energy, we can reduce our reliance on, on fossil fuels and uh, work towards food system that is free from their emissions, decarbonization, as they say. And uh, this shift will strengthen uh, the food system uh, to be more resilient and less dependent on, on fossil fuels. But and, to do that, prices. but to do that, as I understand it, you're working with partners, you're working with, with in, in sort of international collaboration. There, there's um, collaboration at all levels. It, it needs to take place uh, at the industrial industrial level, you know, setting up these production production units. Um, but I think that, that uh, it's very important that the food chain food chain is collaborating and uh, we we are very active in building partnerships uh, with food companies as you recently saw the announcement between Yara UK UK and um, and Simpsons malt to uh, to start producing low carbon malt for uh, for the whiskey whiskey industry and actually if if you look at the the benefits of uh, of moving from uh, traditional fertilizer into green green fertilizer, um, it means that that we are able to reduce the footprint by around twenty percent, and um, I think it's quite substantial, considering that that uh, if you kind of follow that all the way to, to for example, bread, it means that that uh, bread will be will be in the market with twelve percent less. Uh, CO2 footprint. Do you also see a, a difference, coming back to the Yara Vita idea, a difference in the way that farmers and growers will will utilize fertilizer? But I think it's um, it's going to be much more precise going forward. Obviously, farmers are keen to improve the, the, the nitrogen use efficiency, and we have been working in that space for 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 a very long time already. But I think that, that if you consider that plants are actually needing 16 different nutrients, farmers are keen to optimize the use of those nutrients. And uh, Yara is actively working uh, to help farmers to optimize the use of all these nutrients. And by doing that, uh, builds more resilient crops to, to, to be able to cope with the climate change. And, and like we've seen this spring again, Drought, that there can be flooding, there there can be all kinds of extreme conditions um, uh, after after this climate climate impact is is been realized and um, and uh, we we strongly believe that nutrient management 
is one of the key responses for farmers to be able to cope with, with this kind of con- uh, growing conditions. And Yara Vita offers that. Yara Vita is, is crucial. Uh, and Yara Vita products are designed crop specifically so farmers can, can look up uh, products matching with their, with their cropping plan. And uh, we, with that, apply according to our recommendations and, and build that resilience and uh, usually also getting the, the, the positive yield impact uh, between 3 to uh, 9%. One of the aspects we haven't discussed at the moment is biostimulants. It's obviously in its early stages yet, but you see a future for that as well, don't you? Yes, we do. Um, so part of the, the production uh, will be will be about producing biostimulants. And uh, if we look at the global growth uh, of, of the biostimulant market, um, it is around about 12% year on year. And we are very active in, in entering that market. And we already have actually five products in our portfolio in the UK as well. But you were slow to dip your foot in the water there. You didn't jump at the thing. You've you've taken a long, hard look at it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think part of that is is the the, the Yara Yara knowledge driven approach that uh, we want to have proven and well tested products in the in in the market. And we are continuously developing also the biostimulant portfolio. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of our effort goes into how biostimulants and, and crop nutrition products are working working together. So uh, we want to make sure that, that uh, we are holistic solution provider, not looking at uh, one product at, at, at a time, but also looking into the entire system of crop nutrition. You're not looking to be a monopoly player here. You really do you see yourselves as part of collaboration, part of alliances. Absolutely. Our approach is, is collaborative. And, um, you know, um, when, when, we, when you look at the challenges ahead, it's important, I believe, that, uh, you know, seed producers, crop protection and crop nutrition companies are working, working together um, in order to make farmers' life easier. And I do believe that one of the areas where where this collaboration and partnerships uh, will be increasing is really the digital part of the part of the development. I think that so far companies like like ourselves we have been developing our own tools, but at some point this needs to be integrated um, with uh, with other solutions so that farmers can have an easy access to to to, to digital digital tools to, to produce their crops. Do you think there needs to be some sort of British decision, international decision on what measuring devices are to be used? Because it's been very much an open market. All kinds of people have been coming up with ideas, but it is a confusing market for any farmer. You're right. You're right. And uh, perhaps some sort of standardization will we, will pay, take place at, at some point. But I hope that the, the market market itself is able to come up with the right right kind of solutions rather than having a need for regulatory regulatory um, uh, actions there. A bit like Nokia and, and uh, in, in Sweden where they or in Norway where they uh, where the two companies came together because they recognized that together they could actually expand markets for both. You're right you're right. I'm thinking of Bluetooth here yeah 
Yeah, you're, you're right. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of similarities, agriculture, then, then stepping into this collaboration space a bit later, later than other, other tech industries. But you're happy with the tools that Yara does have, but are farmers using them enough? Well, we are happy about the, uh, the, the solid algorithms that, that we have in these tools. If you look at the tools like AdFarm, uh, which is based on, on uh, two decades long experience in the end sensor development. So we are using the same algorithm there. So I think the recommendation, recommendation and application maps that, that our AdFarm is producing is very solid and, and reliable. But I think that, that uh, the adaption is, is still very low. And uh, I would encourage farmers to start testing these, these tools, which actually are, are freely available at the moment. So um, to optimize your nitrogen, nitrogen application, you can, you can download these apps and, and start testing how digital could help you to, to, to produce uh, good, good harvest and uh, to re- reduce your, your application rates of nitrogen by placing the, the nitrogen at the right right place in the in the field. Yeah, and p- particularly bearing in mind how volatile our weather is at the moment and climate is. One season's hardly ever like another. And so as a result, having data to work from is important. It is crucial indeed, Ken. You're about to start construction at Pocklington. Well, not Pocklington, but at Howden. How long before we see things up and running? And what happens in the meantime? Yeah, Ken, the, the project have, have started, so, so the actual construction work is, is now gearing up uh, during these days. And um, we're expecting the, the new plant to be producing at full, full uh, speed uh, by end of 2025. And, uh, of course, ramping up such a, such a unit, it's, uh, it's quite, quite, a, quite a process. So probably we are looking into, into having two plants producing parallel for, for a couple of months. But uh, indeed, end of 25, we are we are looking to have the, the new site producing. And how long do you think before it, it's going to need to be doubled? <laughs> I, I hope, I really hope, but not for very long. <laughs> but uh, no, we are, we are indeed doubling the, the production capacity with this uh, investment. And, uh, and this is really based on our current understanding of, of how market will develop uh, in the UK as, as well as uh, more broadly in, in Europe and over overseas. So going forward, what's your message to UK farmers and agronomists who already or might be thinking of becoming Yara customers? What's your what's your message to them? No, my message is really that, that uh, crop nutrition uh, is, uh, is something where there are a lot of uh, benefits if you really focus on and, and start looking into various optimization solutions. Yara is uh, is um, is a house with uh, with holistic view into crop nutrition. So we offer the, the whole suite of uh, fertilizer products, uh, from uh, nitrate products into into micronutrients, and now more broadly to to, to biostimulants as well. And in, in addition, uh, our customers and uh, advisors working with our brand are having access to all latest tools like Adform, uh, Incensor, Entester. Um, I'd like to remind that uh, we do have an analytical lab uh, providing soil and, and leaf sampling services in the in the UK as well. Um, we have services like Tank Mix where farmers can, 
can uh, verify whether the the Aravita uh, product can be used with the with the crop protection uh, uh, products together in the tank mix. So I think uh, my message is that that working working with Yara Yara is uh, is helping helping you to optimize your your nitrogen management in a in a good and, and holistic way. Yari Pentinmaki, Managing Director of Yara UK, thanks for that. And I wish you good fortune with the project and no holdups. I also wish you a good holiday up in Finland there. At a time when there's so much uncertainty about the future of agriculture in these islands, it's good to hear that there are companies out there already taking a long and confident view of the future. I'm Ken Rundle and I'll be back in a couple of weeks' time when I hear about the Yara experience from a new entrant to agriculture. Join me then. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.